0: Good afternoon, everyone. You are listening to Faith FM, and you have tuned into the Marriage Project, where we talk about biblical principles for marriage and how that translates into real life. You're here with Chapo and with Bethany, and today is a fun one. Now, sometimes we have serious topics, and sometimes we talk about things that are deep and um, of a more serious nature. But today is a more fun one. Today is a fun, fun one. We are talking about date nights.
1: Date nights.
0: What are we going to cover today?
1: Okay, so what we're going to be talking about is we're going to be remembering a little bit of our time dating, and maybe it'll spark you to remember your time dating. We're going to talk about why couples don't date, or why they don't make date night a priority in their long-term relationship. Okay. And we're going to talk about the benefits of date night. Yep. And then, lastly, we're going to talk about well, what does the Bible even say about date nights, anyway? Okay, so it's going to be a fun adventure for us. What
0: does the Bible say about date nights? You're going oh. to have to wait to find out for that one. We're not going to give it away. Leave them yeah, hanging about that him. one, chat. <laughs> yep. <cool. laughs> so, date nights.
1: All right. So, date nights are actually really beneficial to a long-term couple relationship because date nights build friendship. Yep. Is friendship important? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know from our experience, chaps, when we've done premarital counseling or even later down the track, some marriage counseling, couples who haven't built a strong friendship with one another really struggle to get through some of life's hiccups.
0: Yeah. Cause I guess, and this is important to talk about, the whole idea of a friendship is something that you can't undervalue. Mm. You, you fluctuate, like, like over 11 years I of marriage. I fluctuate
1: with being your friend? No,
0: no, no. Oh. <laughs> No, but but in a marriage, we fluctuate with how in love we are with each other. Like, that's just being real and honest. Oh, like, yeah, I
1: thought you were talking about me personally. No,
0: no,
1: no. <laughs> okay, sorry, well, carry on.
0: Yeah, but so over, over the course of 11 years, we haven't been in love to the same degree every stage of the process, you know what I mean? Like, right. You, you go through seasons where you are just madly in love and you go through seasons where you still deeply love the person, but you're just sort of cruising doing life and, you know, there's different – stages and times of feeling that kind of passion towards each other
1: and sometimes it gets messy and it gets hard too and you feel like oh is this what i signed up for and and there's tough days and there's awesome days Yeah.
0: yeah but it's at those moments where you might not be as madly romantically in love as you are at other times where that friendship has to be rock solid that mm. has to kick in there and, and become something that is stabilizing and vital.
1: Absolutely. Um, another thing that's a benefit of date nights is it generates your desire. It pays off in the bedroom as well as in your friendship and your connection with one another. Okay. And the other thing is that it makes your conflict easier. Um, so, those are great things yeah. and great reasons to have a date night. Yeah. For nothing else, those three reasons of building friendship, of building desire and of making your conflict easier, those are great reasons to implement it in your life.
0: It's it's much easier to have a successful conflict with someone that is your friend than someone that is not.
1: That's right. And if you Google it, you can find a multitude of reasons why you should have a date night. You can find multitudes of ideas of how to have a date night. But the reality is that sometimes it's hard to carve out that time in your regular, ordinary living life that's life right. yeah yeah absolutely so i want to take you back Chapo. do
2: do do do
1: remember when we were dating i
2: do
1: okay yeah. wasn't it oh he just gave me the nicest smile you guys you can't see because um you're listening and you're not looking but he was like i remember dating you that's because i was so beautiful that's right. and i was and still are I was, oh bless okay i'm coming on this radio show more often because this is a great place for me to receive all the love and the compliments. So, can you remember when we were dating, love? Yeah, I do.
0: Yeah. I do. I do remember dating. Um, I remember that we used to um, go to great lengths to make it special. Yeah. to the point of, like, <laughs> looking back on it now, it was ridiculous.
1: It was um, the amount of time together on the date... Was invested in proportionally in the getting ready time. Yeah, that's true.
2: That right. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but it was really great because I mean, we met each other, um, when we were at college or university. And so it was a space where there was a lot of friends around yeah. all the time. We were never really alone together that much. Um, so we really had to be intentional about spending quality time, just
0: the two of us yeah, and going I think, somewhere I think nice and doing something. We tried to make nice. an effort of going on a date once a month. Yeah. I think it was our, was what we aimed for. Yeah. Yeah, until that- you graduated and moved away and I was still at college by myself.
1: Tears. Yep. Um, yeah, and then that was a, that was a tough season too of being engaged
0: but being apart. Yeah. Um, I remember that, I remember I used to like put on a suit, like for every date we'd go on, like we'd go to like these, garbage <laughs> restaurants and cafes where everyone else was like wearing like shorts and thongs and stuff but I'd rock up in a suit and you know nice shoes and with cologne on and everything like that and you'd be like glammed up and yeah, well, wearing high, high heels, heels and <laughs> everything like that um
1: yeah, I used to pull out, you know, the dresses that are in, like, the back part of your wardrobe that you're like, oh, I never really wear these unless it's, like, a wedding or yeah. a special agent. So, uh, I'd go to the back of my wardrobe and get out a nice dress.
0: If I saw someone doing that now, like, I'd be thinking, what on earth are they doing? <laughs> like
1: like <laughs> Maybe we're too old, chaps. We're just maybe. like, nah, too much effort. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that added to the specialness of it, too. Yeah. And I think... Um, when you do get that time alone with your spouse, like how much more meaningful is it to actually dress up for one another and show each other, hey, I still really value you and I value that you desire me and that you're attracted to me. Yeah. And I want to show you that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it, it, it's with the offset as well. It's just like if you've finally got the kids to stop crying and the babysitter's here and you're still in whatever you're wearing, the most important thing is to get out the door <laughs> and go get and be up. the girl. So, there's so <laughs> definitely a, yeah, there's definitely a trade-off there.
1: Absolutely. What did you love about when we were dating?
0: I loved thinking about the future, the unknown, the what we were building, what we were embarking upon.
1: We're in that now, man. Yeah. We're, we are amongst it.
0: Yeah. What else? Um, gee, I don't know. i have coming What oh, about sorry. you? What do you mm-hmm. like?
1: I loved the butterflies. I can still just remember how, like, electric and exciting and just being in your company, holding your hand, like those things have just made me feel so like excited wow. all the time. Yeah, you were magical. Oh, thanks.
0: In my <laughs> 1982 brown VH Commodore. That's right. Cruising out of college off to, I don't know, somewhere special like Warners Bay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I felt pretty special.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, can you re- recall a particular date that you enjoyed?
0: Ooh, there was one time when we went to Foster to a Mexican Whoa. restaurant.
1: Now we, you're wrecking my brand. Yeah, we
0: stopped at my brother's basketball game first. Which oh, yeah? Was Our, in a suit.
1: <laughs> that was ridiculous. That yeah. was ridiculous. We were the only, people were looking at us. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> we were sitting there watching my- He would have been about, what, 15 at the time. 15-year-old brother played basketball <laughs> in, uh, like, full, like, ball attire. <laughs> and um, and then we went out to Foster and, and went to a Mexican restaurant. And then we had a walk along the beach afterwards. Ah. It was pretty special.
1: I- I can remember the basketball and I can remember that the food wasn't that great.
0: The food was terrible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but- um It was
0: the strangest. It was like, yeah, anyway, we don't I, need to critique the, so uh, why, the Mexican okay. food.
1: Because that's not a standout one for me, but why was it so special for you? I
0: don't know. Okay. It just, it just has like trapped itself it's in my the memory. It's got the warm fuzzies. Yeah. Yeah. It was a special time. Okay. And you were sort of in my area, like we were back on the mid-north coast, so that was like my home turf and I was taking my girl out to the nicest place that we could afford to go to in my area. And, yeah, I thought it was cool.
1: Oh, that's nice. And um, I want to just note something that you said there that we could afford to go to because we were both on Centrelink yeah. at the time and any spare money that we had was invested in our uni fees as well. Um, so, it was pretty significant to make that financial investment yeah. in our
0: time together Yeah, yeah. and well. some would say it was unwise. Yeah. But that comes down to what you value. Yeah. Where do you put your money depending on where's the long-term payoff? So, how about you? Is there any date that you remember that was really special?
1: Yeah. So, and I think you've heard me say this one before and you probably know which one I'm going to say. So, this is one where you put a lot of time and investment in it, but not a lot of money. But it was really, really special. So, okay. You managed to get the keys to a part of um the college that you weren't allowed to go in, that, like, oh, students yeah. normally don't get access to. You got the keys to that. You got permission to go there. You bought food and got it set up, and you made, like, a picnic in this quiet space. And um then you took me there, and it was a surprise. Yeah. So... It sh- it was a surprise, which was really special, but it also showed me that you had done all of this legwork to be in that space. And then just the time together was really yeah, nice. Because
0: we had chips and gravy.
1: I think we did, yeah. <laughs> and strawberries.
0: <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> But well, that was really lovely, and I think the investment and the fact that you had gone and done all that legwork like, really impressed me. Yeah, and it was it was simple; like it wasn't expensive, but it was just really lovely and romantic.
0: Well, look, that's probably enough banter and <laughs> carry on about our, you know, younger years in love. Yes, um, we're going to take a break. I'm going to come back, and we're going to start talking more about the idea of why people don't date, maybe why we even struggle to date too now as married people, but why it's still important.
2: Yep. Looney, sit peacefully in this womb in my love day. Little Loo, woven with love by the hand of God, for you are his chart, my little loom, My little loom. Sleep and dream as the master craftsman weaves with the colors, love and peace. Oh, he is making you his masterpiece, my little.
1: back. You're listening to Faith FM, and you've tuned into the Marriage Project, where we talk about biblical wisdom for marriage and how that translates into real life. If you've just joined us, we are talking about date nights, and I'm Bethany, and I'm Chapo, and we've spent a little bit talking about the benefit of dating, and we've spent a little bit of time reminiscing on our dating years.
0: Yeah, and which, you-
1: mind you, was uh, ten, no, more no, than ten years ago. It was like, have oh, mercy,
0: twelve years ago. Okay, yeah.
1: It's making me feel old when when we say that.
0: If you got very (laughs) bored listening to us reminisce about our life, don't worry, we're going to move on to some other content now.
1: But my intention with that was hoping that it would inspire you to think about your days of being younger and learning each other and learning to love each other as well, because those are really special times to have in your memory bank and to think about, well, why do I love this person and why did I fall in love with that person and, you know, what made them stand out to me and what makes them special to me, which is really important.
0: So, we're going to move on now. We're going to talk about the idea of why we don't date. Yes. And are we talking about we don't date or why <laughs> people don't date? Well, a bit of both.
1: Maybe a bit of both. Yeah. And I think in seasons in life, it's been more of a priority and less of a priority for us. Yeah. And some of the reasons that I looked up here are reasons that we've used or excuses that we've used for why date night has been hard has to been hard, yeah. manage, to make time for, um, or to do in our lives.
0: Yeah. yeah, And a lot of the time they are excuses. We are people that say, oh, are you doing a date night? And we're like, no, we can't because of X, Y, Z. But really, they're just barriers that we need to try to find a way through.
1: And I want to be real with you guys as well, because when we do date night, it is really awesome. 80s. And when we don't do date night, um, I guess you're, like, sort of rubbing yourself. Like, it's sort of like a date night is an investment in the bank and then you can only make so many withdrawals from that bank before it starts to run dry.
0: That's
3: right.
1: And it's like, okay, we need to get out. Yeah. We need to go do something together. Yep. Yeah. Yes.
0: So, what are some of the reasons?
1: Okay. And these are reasons that I think are across the board for other couples as well. Yeah. The first one is probably a big one of why people would say they don't do date night is cost. Yeah.
0: Yep, yeah. Because stuff ain't cheap. Stuff
1: ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: it's getting more and more expensive to go out and do nice things and fancy things. Um, yeah. So, cost is a factor. Yeah. How can we overcome that?
1: That's right. So, um, I guess the reality is that if, if budget is tight for you, that you might have to get creative yep. and you might have to think of how can I do this without spending money or how can I do this without spending very much because money?
0: What's, what's the, the core behind a date night? Is it spending money?
1: No. And I think that was really cool when we just shared about our previous dating experience, one that's really special that I've held on to as a memory for over 12 years now, yeah. is something that didn't cost, cost a lot of bucks. money, but it took time and investment and it showed that I was important yeah. to you. Um so it's really important to know that it's not about the money that we spend, but it's about the time that we spend and the investment that we make in yeah. our partner. Yeah. yeah.
0: There's actually there's a company called Date in a Box. Yes. It's an Australian company and they do a pack where they mail it out to you and it's a date night box and they do it once a month and it costs about 35 bucks, which, you know, depending on where you're at financially, that might be a lot of money or it might be something that's feasible. But for 35 bucks, it comes with a range of activities and things you can do and snacks and, and just ideas that you can do to make a night special. We well, haven't done it. But I'm going to order one so we can test it and then we can review it here on uh, on the Marriage Project.
1: The challenge is on. Yeah. Date night in a box. I'm keen to give that a go. That yep. sounds really fun. Yep. Yeah. Um But yeah, for some couples, $35 might be too much. And it might be um, a, a reality of just going, okay, well, what are we spending on money that- is less important than our relationship yeah. and going, okay, well, where can I pull that 20 bucks, 30 bucks from so that I can do this? Yep. Um, another way that you can do it is if you've, you know, if you've got littles at home and it's hard to get out, um, doing things like we feed the kids first, then we eat together later on. And it might even be the same meal that we've split or it might be a second meal that's different, um, but it's it's on our time rather than on family time. Well, that's
0: the other thing. Babysitting ain't cheap either.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's double. It's yeah, paying right. for a day as well as babysitting. Babysitting yeah. is actually on my list further down. You've just okay. jumped. We'll get there. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, things like a picnic blanket in the backyard and looking up at stars and having conversation. Um, things like-
0: Lighting a little fire in the backyard if you've got a little fire pit or something like that. Yeah,
1: we've done that before. We've Done the fire pit, Um, even things like um, yeah, asking your partner what their favourite meal is and then cooking it for them. Um, Those sorts of things aren't significant outside of your every week budget, but you can still make it a special time.
0: Yeah. So Um, what you're saying is there's ways around the cost side of things.
1: Exactly. It just means you have to get a little more creative. More
0: creative. Yeah, Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Then the next one that a lot of people say is energy. Oh, I don't have the energy. Life is exhausting, kids are exhausting, work is exhausting. Doing another thing at the end of the day is just not a priority for me.
0: And to go out and have a date night means that I've got all this other stuff I've got to get done beforehand so that we can do that. Like, otherwise, there won't be clean uniforms in the morning, stuff won't be ready for work. Like, Do you know what I'm saying? You have to actually put the wheels in motion so you can actually carve out that time.
1: That's right. So, it's going to cost you something in terms of your... Energy resources and not just your financial resources. Yeah. Um and but I think honestly that we need to see it as an investment and work around it and say, okay, well, is this actually a priority for me? Is this something that I need to look at or change my perspective about as well? Yeah. Um, is my partner worth my energy?
0: That's right. And that's what it yeah, and that's what it comes down to. It's that quality time that makes you feel like you are worthy.
1: Yes, and confession time too. Like for me, I know that so many times I perk up for other people. Even if I'm tired, exhausted, I've had a bad week, I've had a rough night with a kid, I perk up for somebody else and I put on my game face and I show up for that person. But how many times do I not do that for the people that live in my own house? We talked about that last week about
0: often we give the worst to the people that we love the most Yeah, but where we can – bring our best for people that don't matter near as much. Yeah, And
1: And then also on the flip side of that, what are we saying to our spouse when we're willing to give in those other spaces and yet not for them? Yeah. And we're not, we're willing to show up for other people. We're saying, Hey, that person's worth my energy. You're not.
0: Yeah. 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 Which
1: is really important as well.
0: Yeah. So that's another one. So babysitting was one that. Babysitter. I jumped to you jumped
1: down the line. So sorry if you were listening and you're like, Oh no, I really wanted to know about the babysitter. Now is your time. Babysitters are expensive unless you've got some really quality relatives or friends who are willing to do it for free. Yep. One of the hardest things for us is that. We spend all of our free childcare and paid childcare on work.
0: That's yeah, it's like you know, we had we, had, we paid a babysitter just this week to come around or last week,
1: last week, last it week. Was, we, yeah.
0: paid, we paid someone to come and watch our kids last week so that we could go to a meeting yes. together because we had a board meeting that we had both had to go to and none of our family was available. Um, so this is a, a challenge for us because yeah. Yeah, all of our. Free and affordable babysitting gets used so that we can go to do work things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And again, it's just that investment and going, well, okay, I'm investing in work, but am I investing in us? Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, if I'm really sick and I'm in hospital, who's showing up to my bedside? Is it my spouse or is it my workplace? And I think that's a really good perspective shift as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. But yeah, and again, thinking of how you can do it at home, how you can do it cheaper. I think it's definitely worth changing environments. Okay. It's definitely worth the money to be in a different space and to be away from your kids and to remove that responsibility if you can find room in your budget to make the, yeah. the, the money for babysitting. Yeah. Yeah, because it really changes your mindset to go into a different environment and to not have the it's responsibility like you, in the background of you, your kids, you
0: leave the responsibility behind. Yeah, it, it stays. It stays at home in a way. Absolutely. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm driving away from all my problems. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Another reason that couples listed in a survey of why they don't do date nights mm-hmm. is that they weren't sure if their partner was interested. So, oh, they thought, okay. hey, they're not that interested. They haven't brought it up. So, I'm not going to bring it up. He might think I'm it's dumb or bother. she might
0: think it's silly. Or- yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, I would just say, keep persisting. Even if you feel like it's one-sided, it's worth putting yourself that, out there, being vulnerable, And going out on a limb to do something special for your partner. And you think about like when you're initially dating, there's that risk and reward that happens with, oh, what if they don't like me? What if they're not into this? But you still sort of test the waters and try things out. And I guess you have a lot more braveness in that dating phase than you do in your marriage phase a lot of the time too.
0: Look, we need to take a break. Yeah. So, we're going to cut it here. Um, We're going to continue after the break talking a little bit more about reasons why people don't date, but then we're going to shift it into what are the real benefits of making a date night a priority. Yeah. Where does it pay off?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Let's see you after the break. Ready for change? Woohoo! Keen to upskill. <laughs> Further or change your career by pursuing postgraduate study at Avondale University College. Options range from graduate certificate to master's to PhD in nursing, teaching, education, leadership and management, lifestyle medicine and more. This is the career change you need in the course you want to study. Called to make a
3: difference.
0: Called to be at Avondale. Welcome back to Faith FM. You are listening to The Marriage Project with Chapo and Bethany where we talk about biblical wisdom for marriages and how that translates into real life. We have been talking about date night and we have been talking about some of the ideas and some of the excuses people give for not having a regular date night as part of their life.
1: Mm, And I hope that it's been beneficial for you to think about what are the excuses or what are the barriers that I'm putting up to not make this a practice in my life? And how can I work around that yep. or bring that down?
0: And look, our intention is not to guilt load people or make people feel shame or say you or fill people's lives with all the shoulds and all the shoulds that they should be doing. Yeah. But
1: we don't want you to have a really long to do list. We understand that life is full of really long to do lists yep. that you can't complete.
0: And we've got to acknowledge that we have not been the best at maintaining regular date nights. And it's something that we struggle with and we work on because. We're aware of the benefits. Yeah. Um, But we don't claim to be perfect. We're not like those weekly date night people who have got it all together. That's right. But we persist.
1: But we do persist and we do believe in the benefits of it. That's right. Okay, so another reason why a lot of couples don't invest in date night is that they're concerned about who's going to be the person who does the planning and who's responsible for this. So you think, okay, well, who's got to book the babysitter? Who's got to arrange... Dinner for the babysitter and the kids before we go out. Who's got to book the restaurant? Who's going to be the one? Whose car are we taking? You know, all of those sorts of things. Whose responsibility is that? I've already got a lot on my plate. Why don't you do
0: it? My to-do list is long enough already. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to have another thing that I've got to do because I always have to do all the jobs. Yes.
1: (laughs) And even like feeling resentment towards your partner that, hey, I'm... Bearing a lot of the burdens here, and you're not lifting your finger out here, so yeah. let's let's see some more equality here. I'm feeling a bit begrudgingly about it and i yeah. want you to do more and you're not so um yeah i think a great way of that is just simply going okay this month it's your turn next month it's my turn and yep. taking turns, take turns. seriously
2: take
0: turns.
1: sometimes in life it is as easy and as difficult as that
0: yeah yeah and maybe maybe at the start you need whoever's more interested has to take on the load of it if you think yep. like oh my partner's gonna think this is dumb well do the first few but once you both come around to realize hey this has actually been really good and i'm starting to see the benefits and it's like hey Let's take turns of planning and organising and doing what we do. Mm. Yeah.
1: And I think, like, it's actually biblical to ask yourself and to be the bigger person in a situation when somebody else isn't coming to the party and going, okay, well, how can I extend myself for that person? Mm. Um, I think that there's a real merit in that, and that is um, Christ-like behaviour as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I agree.
1: Um The next one is actually really... Sort of more deep and intense one. Okay. It is a fear of being alone together. Yeah. So that if I actually don't have my kids around, if we're actually not on a double date with our adult other friends or couple friends, then you and I are sitting across a table from each other and it's just us and there's no one else there. Yep. And that makes me feel really scared.
0: And anxious. What am I going to talk about? I don't even know how well I know this person anymore. And even if you don't have kids, but you might be in the routine of just getting to the end in the day and just sitting on the couch on your phone, sitting next to each other, scrolling through Facebook or YouTube without actually connecting. The, the idea of intentionally trying to have this intimate night together um, where you're talking across the table can it's be- Quite confronting. Quite confronting. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um, I would say that- But be if you're in that, if that's your reality, that that is what date night is intended to fix and to build build better relationships and to take away some of that fear and that trouble. But that is a reality for some couples, that there is a fear of being alone together, that if we are together, that maybe you're going to see me and I'm going to be vulnerable and I'm going to put myself out there and you're not going to like me. You're not going to like what you see. You're not going to like what I say. um, you don't love me the way that I love you or I I have a fear of being known and I'd rather keep those walls up or maybe even that every single time we're together, we don't even talk about nice stuff. We just have a blue. We just have a fight. And I don't want to have a fight. Why would I go on a date night? Why would I pay all that money just to have a fight with you? Yeah. Yeah. And I I also want to just say if you are in that space in your relationship, it's a good time to put your hand up and get some help. It's a really good time to think, how can I find somebody who is... There are a lot of really beautiful um relationship therapists. I recommend anyone who's done the Gottman training. is really helpful. Um There's science behind the Gottman method of couples therapy. And even um, just finding a good Christian counsellor, sitting down with somebody who can be a trusted third party and help you get through some yeah. of that gridlock in your relationship.
0: Yeah. And, and yeah, and again... I'd say to try to push through that fear because of what date night builds. Date night is great for building that friendship, which is becomes the thing that destroys that fear, the fear of being alone. Like I'm not afraid of being alone with you because you're my friend as well as my wife and, you know, my greatest love. But do you understand what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I actually
0: like hanging out with you, like telling jokes and, you know, that sort of stuff because we're friends.
1: Yeah. And so that's, that really is the benefit of date night majorly is that it, it builds that friendship in your relationship. Yeah. Um, the last one is just the basic everyday life of I've already got myself in a routine, I've already got myself in a relationship rut of these are the things that we do every day and I see – Date night as a luxury and I'm not really interested in doing something that's luxurious. I see it as a luxury, not a necessity. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, that's yeah. that's for them. That's not for us. Yes. We've got real things to deal with. Absolutely. That's for the kids.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know if you identify with any of those yep. on the list of reasons why you can't do date night, but we are here to tell you that date night is so beneficial for you. If you missed it earlier, date night builds your friendship. As a couple. That's right. And friendship is so important because when you come against those seasons of difficulty yeah. or lack of connection, lack of communication, the hiccups, the bumps in the road, friendship is what gets you through. Yeah. If you actually like each other. Yeah. And like I said
0: before, those times in your marriage where you're not as in love as you are at other times. And that's normal. That can't, that's Those feelings of deep passion come and go. Um, but the friendship has to be the, the glue that holds you together. Mm. So that that's you still love being together, even when you're not feeling butterflies absolutely and um and yeah, because you can like I almost feel like you can love someone without liking them, but it's so much better when you like them and love them at the same time,
1: <laughs> yes, exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: uh the next one is that it generates desire, usually those chemicals that cause us to feel strong, passionate desire towards our intimate partner wear off within the first two years of a relationship. So yeah. if you're lucky, you get them for the full two years. If you're less lucky, you get them for about six, six months. months yeah. <laughs> but it's, again, that um, you might have heard people talk about it as the honeymoon period wearing off. Um, eventually that passion, that chemistry, that physical driver in your relationship is something that wears off. Yeah. And you need to invest in your friendship because – that time spent one-on-one together actually generates desire for your partner yeah, as okay. well. Yeah. Um, you don't just sort of friend zone them, but you actually, by spending time together, by realising, hey, I like this person, that like generates a, that. A translates, translates yes, into
0: romantic passion.
1: That's right. Yeah. So, there are benefits in the bedroom for you if you invest in your date night because it generates desire between you. Yeah. The other thing is that it makes conflict easier. Because conflict becomes a conversation. Yes. Because conflict becomes something that is a disagreement between two people who actually like each other than somebody who is your enemy. That's right. So if you're my enemy, if we're not doing great and we have a point of contention between us, then automatically you're against me. But if you're my friend and you're my ally, then when we have a disagreement, then we can come alongside one another and we can talk it out.
0: We work it through for the betterment of our team. As opposed to that we're on separate teams and we are at war.
1: Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So, those are three major benefits for having date nights. I want to talk about love maps. Have you ever heard of a love map?
0: I've never heard of a love map. (laughs)
1: Okay, so John Gottman talks about building love maps as part of building the foundation of a strong relationship. Okay. He talks about relationships as being like a house and that the foundation of that house, the very base level of the house, is a love map that you have with your partner. Okay. A love map is understanding your partner's inner world. So understanding things about your partner's hopes for the future, their memories of the past, and what they're going through right now. Is a really important part of having a love map and understanding who your partner is.
0: Okay. So, look, when I think of a map, I think of orienteering Mm. or, you know, or Google Maps or something like that, or looking for fishing spots on Google where there might, you know, that sort of thing. Like, how on earth does this translate into a map? Like, you're going to have to help me understand this.
1: Okay. So, the way that Gottman thinks about it is that inside of you is a map. And that map contains all of your history, all of your hopes, all of your dreams, and where also it, the stuff that you're going through right now. What does it lead to? If I, It's a, it's you. Okay. It's a picture of you. Right. And <laughs> if I don't know your map, then we don't have a lot in common. Is it more like and a sketch? It's, it, like it tells a, like you like that I don't care about design? you.
0: Is that kind of... I'm just getting stuck on this map idea. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, I'll I'm throwing you, you off. I'll
1: read you a quote because I'm okay. the analogy, you're throwing me with this analogy. Okay. Partners who are already in the habit of keeping up to date and innately aware of what each other are feeling and thinking aren't as thrown off course by changes and stress in each other's lives. But if you don't start off with a deep knowledge of each other, it's easy for your relationship to lose its way when your lives shift with the challenges and stresses that come to you over time.
0: Right. So, understanding... Your partner's love map yep. is is having a grasp on what makes them who they are. Is that yes, like yep. like what they're mostly who well, they
1: are, what they're about, what they're interested in,
0: what their passions are, what their goals are, and that sort of stuff.
1: And okay. if you if if I know that about you, yep. I'm telling you that I care about who you are as a, por- a person and that you're important to me. Okay. And the more I know about you, the more you feel loved and known. Right.
0: And, yeah. and vice versa. And it's through dating one another and being together and being friends that we get a better grasp on each other's love maps, is that?
1: That's right. And also when you think about like your maps on your phone, uh, every now and again your maps need updating
0: right? because
1: there's been changes and developments and you can't just have a map from 1980 that's still relevant today. So even though we learned about each other in – like, you do that really intensely in your relationship-building dating time period. Yeah. But it's something that you need to do even when you already know each other. You need to keep updating that love map of your right. partner. So, I really love it. And John Gottman actually has an app that you can download on your phone. If you, like, put in your apps, Gottman Love Maps, you yep. can download it and it's free. And there's different categories of questions that you can ask your partner to help you get a better idea of who they are and what they care about and what their inner world is like, what they're going through. Well- okay. Oh, you got something? We,
0: we're getting, we need to take a break. Oh. So maybe while we're taking a break, people can pull out their phone and download the, uh, what is it? Gottman Love Map app.
1: Yeah,
3: but not you're, while you're driving. Not, if you're driving, <laughs> don't, don't
0: do that. Um,
1: if you're not driving, download the app. <laughs> yeah,
0: but we'll talk a bit more about that yeah, after the break? absolutely. Okay, great.
1: I'm, tired, I'm worn.
3: My heart is heavy from the Keep on breathing I've made mistakes I've let my hope fail My soul feels crushed By the weight of this world And I know that you can give me rest So I cry out with all that I have left Seriously? I'm worn even before the day begins Yeah, I'm worn, I've lost my will to fight I'm worn, so heaven come and flood my eyes
1: Listening to Faith FM and welcome back to the Marriage Project with Bethany and Chapo, where we talk about biblical wisdom for marriage and how that translates into real life. Before the break, we were talking about John Gottman and his theory of building love maps with mm, your partner.
0: And I struggled to get it.
1: You struggled to but get the concept. Do you I get understand. it now? I get it. Okay, now. do you want to explain it now?
0: Yes, a love a love map yes. is the is what you understand about the other person. You yep. understand the love map by understanding who they are, what makes them up, what are their hopes and dreams and passions um, and stuff.
1: Yeah. So, the love map <laughs> is basically, I guess, in a nutshell, the picture of a person's inner world. Right. And I want to know what your map looks like. And I need to ask you questions to understand okay. so that I can update my understanding of your map.
0: So, what are those questions?
1: Okay. I've got a couple here. There's a whole list in if you download the Gottman app of love maps. Um and I think it's actually called Gotman Card Deck, actually. Okay. I lied to you, I said Love Maps. Um, so Gotman Card decks. Yep. And it's in an app. But here's a question for you. Ready? Okay, I'm gonna ask it about me. What is one of my greatest fears? Oh. I know there's a lot to choose from. The I'm ocean? a really afraid person. Yes! <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. I am so scared of the ocean. There's so many things in there, and you can't see them. Okay. Right. Okay. Do you want to ask me one?
0: Um, oh, <laughs> There's some weird questions here. I
1: know. It's hilarious. Um, it's actually because it gets you thinking outside of the box of the stuff that you ordinarily talk about if get stuck.
0: There's some I don't want to talk about on radio as well, like what medical problems do I worry about? Like, how not. Better <laughs> not. Um, okay. What is my- <laughs> This is better. What is my favourite getaway place?
1: Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> See, guys, I need to update my love map for Chappelle. Um, I think it's somewhere where there's fishing involved yeah. and the ocean, and which is hilarious because I'm afraid of the ocean that we just found out. I think, I don't know if it's a particular location or just somewhere that you can take your fishing rod. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's Some, somewhere warm, somewhere beachy, somewhere fishingy. Salt water. Salt water. to be
0: salt water.
1: Okay. So am I right ish? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we need to work on a specific location. Okay, cool. So, you get the idea. It's it's sort of asking those questions that are outside of your ordinary, what are we going to have for dinner? How was your day at work, dear?
0: Gotcha. Um, Yeah, that really (laughs) unearths what's happening inside the person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Absolutely. And you
1: can understand more about what they like, what they don't like, what their hopes and dreams are.
0: I'll be honest, I would have called it something other than the love map. I think that's a stupid term, but hey-
1: you didn't invent it. I didn't invent it. So you it. can't name it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, he's
0: a smart dude. So I'll just trust him.
1: He's yeah. He's pretty smart. He's done a lot of research <laughs> about relationships. So we'll give him love maps. Okay. And again, he says that that's like the foundation. Like that's like the bottom level of your house, and it's what you rely on to know each other and love each other well. Okay. Way. All right. So, Chapo, yes. What does the Bible say about date nights?
0: What does the well? It's really interesting. The Bible says zero. About date nights.
1: Oh, so then if you're a Christian person or you believe in God, should you never have a date night? I guess
0: the Bible doesn't say so, so we probably shouldn't.
1: <laughs> okay. So there's wisdom in date nights, right? Like we have just looked yeah, at yeah. the benefits of having a date night as a married couple, as a people who are in a long-term committed relationship. Yes. So how can we take some biblical wisdom and okay. apply it to this scenario?
0: When the Bible doesn't say anything. There's no thou shalt date Fortnightly or well, anything like that. Did they
1: even date back then or was it just like, here is daughter, daughter <laughs> is good, you give me cow. Like, is it like, just like that?
0: Not exactly. Sort of. I think you know that that's not exactly <laughs> how it was. Um, you're, no. You're a far better scholar than that. I
1: know, yeah, right, I do, I do. I know a lot more about biblical marriage than what I'm letting on. But um it definitely wasn't dating in the way that we have relationships That's today. That's absolutely right. It definitely wasn't um, choosing the person that you love in the way that we choose them as well.
0: That's right. Yeah. So, what the Bible does talk about, even though the Bible doesn't talk about date nights, the Bible does talk about doing things that bear the fruit of what date night produces, if that makes sense. So, the the Bible is in favour of having strong marriages that are deep friendships, that are not full of contention. The Bible does talk about... Um, and knowing each other well and loving each other well. All those things that date night really ate. So, Actually,
1: one of my favourite biblical words for a marriage relationship is to know your partner. And that no word is interchangeable for intimacy in a sexual relationship as well, but that idea of being fully known and fully understood and fully seen by your other person, which is
0: really beautiful. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Look, one of the verses that has to come up at some point during our radio program is Proverbs (laughs) 25, 24, where it says, it's better to live... On a corner of the roof, than share a house with a quarrelsome wife.
1: Yeah, there's actually a few in Proverbs about quarrelsome wives, about where you should live. That's yeah. not living with her, and yeah. that if you do live with her, that she's like sort of like a drip that goes on and yeah, on. Yeah, like and a and dripping and
0: on, tap that just annoys you. <laughs> or or, or there was one. Uh, it's better to live out in a desert, yes. than live in a home with a quarrelsome wife. So
1: <laughs> now Pre- this is wisdom coming from King Solomon, who had three hundred wives, <laughs> which may be too many. I would say- Yeah, I would say that is too many and that he really had a bit of a problem with wives when you look at these verses, right?
0: (laughs) But it's- Look, although now you might be thinking, how does this directly relate to date nights? And I'm still trying to figure that out, but- Yeah, I'm
1: just like, oh, is that me?
0: (laughs) No, not at all. But the idea is like, it's better to live on the corner of a roof than in a house with a quarrelsome wife means that this husband and wife are not friends. They are not- Partners, they are not a team. They are not. They don't like each other, which yes. is why I'm saying, "I'd rather live." And uh, the other translation says, "In the corner of my attic." You know, basically, but tucked away, all by myself, alone, than have to be with her. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: And we don't want to get to that point in our relationships. And if you are on the pathway to going there, or if you're already there, certainly reach out. And get some outside help for that because that is not a good place to be in. Yeah. And I don't think that King Solomon's saying, hey, this is some sound marriage advice <laughs> no. for you either. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it definitely goes to show that when we don't invest in our friendship that we end up in a really hard place. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely. totally agree. Yeah. And, um, you know, what I think was really interesting is um, we were talking before about how a lot of couples say, oh, we don't have the money to invest in date night. Do you know what's more expensive than date night? Divorce. Getting a divorce. It's really expensive. Having to figure out... How to divide up your assets and your kids and going through lawyers and all of that stuff. Yeah. And I think to myself, what would I rather spend money on? Twenty bucks on you and me now or hundreds of thousands of dollars down the track. Yeah, well, it's gonna break my heart. It's a
0: pretty cheap date, but it is. Yeah. Well
1: no, but you were talking about hot chips on the floor and, sure. in a secret location, yeah. you know. Um, even <laughs> things like um, doing things like
0: Hot Chips on the Floor sounds really gross. <laughs>
1: well get a mat,
0: get yeah. a get a blanket. Yeah.
1: But yeah, things like picnics, things like um, riding Little notes inside a jar and pulling them out of a hat of who gets to choose which activity we're going to do. Things like going on a treasure hunt or a mystery adventure, a surprise. Those sorts of things don't cost a lot of money. Yeah, but they are really valuable.
0: Yeah, and but when you do spend the money, it's a it's a worthy investment. I think of we had our ten year anniversary just last year, and I spent way too much money on one night where we went and stayed <laughs> yeah. at this fancy place, oh, but
1: my, we felt so out of place. Everyone was so rich, felt so fancy,
0: <laughs> and we were just like. Being bugging, so I, like bringing bringing the vibe down, but but I don't regret spending that money. Like, and it's not something we could do every year, but it was ten years, and mm. it was even though it was one night, it was like the the best twenty four hours because it was just so special.
1: And, you know, special events and celebrations and those rituals of joy actually cause an imprint in our brain for us to remember when we're going through something difficult. So, it is actually a worthy investment as well.
0: I totally agree. Look, we're going to have to take a quick break again. Yeah. Um, But when we come back, we are going to land the plane on date nights. All right. All right. Our team here at Faith FM are encouraging you to stay positive and look out for others in this virus season. But maybe it's you that's in a tough spot right now due to the coronavirus. Maybe you're running low on supplies, out of work, stuck in self-quarantine, or just needing someone to chat to. We don't have any instant solutions, but there are many community services available to help. And if you don't know where to turn to, contact us on 1-800-FAITH-FM, through our website, faithfm.com.au, or on Facebook. And we may be able to connect you with someone in your community who can offer support. Welcome back to Faith FM, you are with Chapo and Bethany listening to The Marriage Project where we talk about biblical wisdom for marriage and how that translates into real life and we have been talking about date nights.
1: We have and we talked about how one of the reasons why a lot of people don't invest in a date night is because of finances and we also talked about how when you actually come down to the nuts and bolts of it, it's not so much the investment of money as it is time. In that space. Yep. Um, And I want to read a Bible text for you. It comes from Luke chapter 14. And it might seem totally unrelated, but I think it's not. Luke chapter 14, verse 28 says, For which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it? Yeah. When you think about building something, you go through the council, you go through an architect, you go through your builders, and you make plans, and you go through the bank, and you check if you've got enough money. That's right. And when you think about um, other things that you build, you want to make a significant investment, but you also want to make sure that you've got enough to back that investment.
2: That's
3: all
1: right. How often do we do that with our relationships?
3: Yeah. So yeah. we
1: see it on TV like it's just so easy to just fall in love, like getting love is an accident, and yet we don't count the cost of it. We don't think about is this a significant investment for me? What is the benefit? How can I see this through into the future? And I think it's really important and it's Jesus actually says these words, and it's really important to think about and to invest in and to be intentional about what we do as believers.
0: That's right. So, look, the average cost of a wedding in Australia is $36,000. Yeah, one day. That's for one day, (laughs) you spend $36,000 just to have the ceremony and the party that says that we are now married. Mm. How foolish is it to think that it won't cost you anything to maintain that thing that you were willing to spend so much money on? Mm, Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you're willing to spend this huge outlay of money. Now, some people might not have spent that much. Other people might have spent more. But it's a significant cost that you spend to be joined together. But you think that it doesn't deserve any maintenance any maintenance funds to keep things up and running.
1: That's right. And you think about all the time and energy you spend into building other things. You think about like your education to get your job. Yeah. That's a significant portion of your life. You think about what you have to get. To build a house. That's a significant investment of time and money. And yet, when it comes to our relationships, so often we want to find the shortcut, the easy way, the accidental way. And then we wonder why it doesn't work out. But we really need to say, well, this is actually more important than a house that I'm building. This is actually more important than my uni degree or my school education. This is love. And this is the first thing in my home that I am working out how to be a person and an adult and, you know, a person living in the world today as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd love it if the the – one of the main things that people took from this discussion today was that a date night is not a frivolous luxury. Yes. Although it's fun and although it's enjoyable and it's nice, it is not a frivolous luxury, but it's actually an investment in intentionally strengthening your marriage by strengthening your friendship. Yeah, Yeah.
1: absolutely. And if you don't have a date night, you're missing out on quality time of being able to build your friendship and being able to invest in your marriage
0: with your spouse. Yeah. Yeah. We've loved having this conversation this afternoon, mm. and we thank you all for joining us, and we'll be back next week.
1: And we'll be doing the Date Night in a Box challenge, so we'll let you know how that goes, down Yeah, do
0: well, I don't know how long it takes to come.
1: I don't know. I'm pretty excited, hopefully it will be here before the next episode. It may not. It may not. It may be a future thing.
0: <laughs> but we're going to do that, um, that challenge, and we're going to, yeah, review it here yes. on Faith FM.
1: Thanks so much for tuning in to The Marriage Project.